This is a production of Tripod Broadcasting. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Well, there you go. Yeah, it's... The, plat- the platform is yours for the the second episode, episode 10, I guess, of season 5. Yeah. Uh, second episode of this half. I Initial thoughts? Uh, I don't know. There's too much... There was too much purple in that one scene. There um, was a lot of purple in that scene. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Marie is in the, the kitchen in their house. <laughs> um... I, I thought that Skyler was going to be a little bit stronger than she was. She was really, really? yeah, she was real weak. Stronger in terms of in, in terms of like she, more determined. Like she was that she was already going to go down with Walt. Um, you know, you saw her get real sobby, right? With with you know, Hank, and I mean, I like that kind of direction. Um, I like that if you know it starts off right from. Yeah, the, um, him Walt leaving the garage, leaving Hank's garage. Yeah, and I had noted this um, actually while we were watching it, and and I correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like these episodes are more um, chronological than some of the others, and maybe it's just because not so much. It's maybe just, it's just because I'm focused on it so much because it's the last eight yeah, episodes. But not, I mean, not so much. We still have a lot of uh, the call, you know, the flash forwards, as you know, to Walt's fifty second birthday. Yeah. That is gonna, you know, it's got a time and some time. I th- but I think we're just kind of catching up to that, and then maybe the last couple episodes will cover what happens after that, or the last episode will cover what happens after that. Probably the last episode. But <clears throat> anyway, Skyler was just. I thought she would come on, on a little more strong. I think I, th- I was thinking we'd see a little more Skylerberg. Really? Yeah. Well, we definitely saw her in the scene. Um, I think two scenes. Uh, look at my notes here. Where she, I think we saw it in the diner, kind of, when she was like, are you arresting me? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that was, that was kind of, of like a panic attack, please, yeah. Please, um, to get away from, get away from Hank. Yeah. See, I said, uh, don't. You were writing copious notes while we were watching. I was, yeah. Like he had, and every, every, every five minutes he was writing something down. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm trying I'm, to. I'm just sitting back watching. Now I'm trying to make sense of it. Enjoying Breaking Bad. Well, see, that's why you go over your notes before the show. When did I? When did I write Skylerberg? I don't know when I wrote that. Yeah, it was yeah before they went to the desert compound. Oh well, I guess when she pulls the whole uh, uh, the baby thing, you know, when she's when she's adamant about the baby. Um, yeah, and she also pulls, um, you know, she didn't she didn't know about the cancer. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of Skyler in this episode. Which I really liked. Yeah, uh, even as, though it was weepy, Skyler, not not good, Skyler. But the you know, and no, and no, I, I I would venture to say that this is probably your favorite episode of Breaking Bad ever because no, no, no. Um, but one thing that kind of did, did uh, you know troubled troubled me as far as she never actually said you know. I think Walt still kind of believes that she told Hank something even yeah she did, I think so know. too yeah and the whole you know the whole scene is you know her worried I think more about Walt's reaction to what she's gonna what um she would say to Hank yeah you know Walt's reaction to her help, helping Hank is she's more scared of that than she is um of Hank 
arresting her. Um, well, yeah, and I think However, that's why she pulls that, are you going to arrest yeah, me? Because once she's got that out of her mind, then she's just kind of resigned to the fact that, mm, okay, I don't think she, he's she's, after Walt. She's completely 100% um, scared of Walt so much as on his side. I think it's kind of maybe a 50-50 split. Yeah. Um, but she, you know, she's on definitely on his side. And Skyler is, yeah. yeah. And I think the, the emotional the emotional one-two punch was, you know, him finally... You know, her finding out about the cancer. Yeah. Which, it's clear now that he's not going to get away with it, no matter what. Yeah, well, and... But they've kind of painted into that corner. Maybe he does, but, like, he's not... Some, one, one, one way or the other, Walt's going to go down, so... Well, a question that I had about when she finds out about the cancer, and this is to you and, and just for us to discuss, because uh, he says, uh, you know, I know you told him, told him something, and she's like, no, I didn't. Yeah. It really sounded like all he had was suspicion. And then she says, uh, or, or, uh, um, she says he, it sounds like all he has is suspicion. So what if we just wait and keep quiet now? Do you think in the back of her mind, she's thinking, well, maybe he'll die and we won't have to worry about it. Or is or is it more of just, no? I think she's genuinely wanting to get away with it. I think that she wants, but practically though, the, does she really think that's a, well, I guess she doesn't know the extent of all the. Well, really, the body count, which Hank yeah. does know, which is why, um, and I think it was key in that scene uh, in the diner between Hank and, and Skyler. Mm-hmm. Hank is Hank is very, very upset, very angry, and assumes and, assumes that Skyler's going to be on his side. Yeah, and then when she's not or indifferent, he's kind of he he gets angrier. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, because he knows the body count and Skyler doesn't. Skyler, because I was thinking back during that scene with what he was saying, you know, what you've seen, what you've heard. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. Uh, she can implicate Lydia really just because of that car wash scene from the from the premiere of the second half of the season. And then, but other than that, I mean, she doesn't know any of his associates. She knows that Jesse's a part of the deal, which I think is going to play a, a part in the next two episodes. But she knows Saul. And Saul yeah, knows Yeah, but everybody. Saul is just as much of... Her lawyer is it is Waltz, as yeah. we've seen along the way with yeah. him covering Ted and and um, with with all those other things. So I don't think that he's gonna. I don't think Saul's gonna play that part. You don't with with Hank no because he is he is a per, he is a he's their lawyer yeah you know and I don't think he's gonna play the part of oh they did it you know keep me out of this. Yeah. Plus, I mean, Walt did leave him with a bag of money, which is... A small bag of money. Yeah, but that's Saul's biggest motivator. All throughout the show, what is Saul concerned about? His buck. And staying alive. Well, staying alive, yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of the key, key which plot is, points... It's got to be hard to stay alive when Earthquake and Bill Burr are your bodyguards. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, the Yule. pasty the Irish Boston kid and, and like, a, just uh, the... Like probably diabetes, the largest the king of diabetes. Yeah, funny dude though. They're both funny dudes. They are. Yeah. Um, but with uh with that with that main plot point of uh because there wasn't a lot in this episode. It wasn't action packed. It didn't have necessarily the the intense drama that the last episode had. Yeah. But one of the main things um, when Walt buries his money, and he tells Skyler to hang on to it at whatever cost, and she he's like even even if I turn myself in. Um, I, you know, I want you to, my alarm's going off for whatever reason. Um, even if, even if you, uh, if you talk, I want you to hang on to the money. Wh- where do you think he's coming from with that? 
because it's been his goal his entire the entire time ever since the cancer came like he's been he's not it's not just about him recapturing his his the lost past mm-hmm. of the company that he helped start it's not about him just building the empire like what is the empire for the empire's for his family it's always been about making sure that he's providing for his family mm-hmm. it's always been about that so on obviously he's no, no matter what happens between him and scatter if he keeps that money hidden and safe you know he can provide for his family, which is what he's trying to do. Even if Skyler flips on him, he doesn't care. He just yeah. wants to provide for him, which is a little, you know, kind of a part well, of the see, nobility it, of the character. However, you know, the, they they haven't resolved the issue of whether or not he trusts, still trusts Skyler. Yeah, well, he doesn't. Well, well he doesn't when her. he's on the bathroom floor. No, when he pulls because he's like he's like I know you. Which is where we like, left those two characters. Yeah, and. Yeah, he did. He, he did. Well, he definitely doesn't at that point, mm-hmm. you know, because he he accuses her of talking to Hank when he doesn't know one way or the other. You know, all all he knows is that they were on the phone. Really, yeah. she doesn't even. He doesn't even know that they met at the diner. That whole scene there. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. All in all, what do you think Hank's move move is right now? Because well, he called he called the conference. Do you think he's going to say, "Hey, it's this guy," just straight out one hundred percent? Or maybe, maybe or that do you think was, he's going to get a lot more out of Jesse. Maybe that was going to be his move until he found out that Pinkman was in custody. Yeah, and he knows that Pinkman is. Um, he thinks that Pinkman suspects that he's uh, aligned with, with Heisenberg. So now I think the plan is to see if he can get more information out of Jesse. Um, if he can't, maybe he does go to his boss. Mm-hmm. But the Jesse equation changes things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but do you think that? Do you and think like that he completely w- flips? Like just completely? Here's what's up because no. he. No, I don't. You don't think it's a possibility at all no, because I don't. because like that scene on the couch in the first episode, like he's not friends with with Walt anymore. No, they're not no. buddies. They're not pals. They're not partners. But you don't think he just completely flips and says, "Here's here's what's up." Maybe I, I I kind of hope he doesn't, but then I don't know. I I think maybe 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 he does, but maybe he doesn't. Uh, I like the fact that he did not utter one word, not one single word through this entire episode. Yeah, I guess over only, well, only two scenes, but still. Yeah. Um. Uh, just is something interesting that I noted. But it was bookended. The the, the the you know the episode was bookended between Jesse, yeah. Jesse, a scene with Jesse, no talking, and another scene with Jesse, no talking. Yeah. So if I mean, do we do we take that as kind of a hint about what his character is going to do for the rest of the season? You know, that whole yeah. episode of Hank, you know, starting his, or, or continue his investigation and really kind of digging into the family and everything else like that. Yeah. Is bookended by Jesse and his silence. I think maybe. As it's maybe maybe a little Vince is trying to be a little indicative that Jesse's not going to talk, or maybe that he's going to start talking. It could yeah. go either or. That well, see, my thing is, I really expected when I saw uh, when we smash cut to that scene uh, right after you know he leaves uh, after the diner when Walt is in Saul's office. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to see Jesse at, at the very least on the phone because that's what that's what always happens. And yeah. Saul's always like the brain trust. Here, here's what's up. We're in trouble. And it it's it's kind of hard to me or to I, it, 
with the, with the way all through the series that Walt has uh, foreseen things and made astute decisions about, well, I need maybe to, not I need foreseen to, things, but but well, reacted foreseen, correctly, reacted correctly, yeah. and then and and perceived that okay, this person's going to go here. I need to cover this end. Mm-hmm. Like he ha- he didn't contact Jesse at all. Yeah. Now that Hank knows, which yeah. I don't think that's going to bode well for Walt. But Jesse's but Jesse's truly out of it. Yeah, but he still knows. He and knows, like Jesse said he, in that last episode, he knows, you don't he, do things looking over your shoulder. He, he knows that about Walt. Walt yeah. doesn't do that. And yeah. that's true. He's killed so many people up to this point. He knows, but he... I guess he could be implicated, but not unless he talks. He can't be implicated unless he talks. Yeah. So, Jesse's kind of in the... I think that for right now, between I just think Walt their relationship Jesse, is such that he could do that. Yeah, but between Walt and Jesse, he's in, they, you know, he's in the clear. Um, maybe Jesse does talk though. As the more I think about it, the more I think, yeah, maybe he does. I, I yeah. Think. Well, I think because that's the thing, and I think that's why that scene was so key in that first episode with them on the couch. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Walt thinks that their relationship or whatever's left of it is is it's fine, is, is fine, or at the very least indifferent or neutral. I think it's a lot more on the rocks, and I think Jesse has a lot more vindictive hate for Walt than most people realize yeah. because he he really took the kid hard, and he was. Straight out pissed at Walt. Mm-hmm. Didn't, you know, is just upset at him for the way that was handled. Yeah. Um, and I think that was also indicated, was it the last episode of the first half? Or maybe the one before it? And when there's that scene when they're in the, they're cooking in the, in one of the, the, the houses. Mm-hmm. And it's right after the kid. And Jesse's getting ready to leave. And he's, he's you know, either on the phone or gets off the phone. And Walt's like whistling. Like yeah, just yeah. whistle while you work. Which is, and Jesse just has this moment where he's like, oh, dude. This dude's a monster? Yes. Yeah. So I think Jesse would, would take some pretty crazy steps to put him under. And if he could cut a deal for himself, you know, five years probation, and here's everything you need to, need to know about Walt and the RVs and the people and, the you know, all of that, I think it's a lot more likely than, than Walt cares to think it is. Yeah, yeah. So um, another big plot point, though, to talk about. Lydia. Mm-hmm. Big role, Lydia big and moment. the dudes in the desert. <laughs> Lydia and the dudes in the desert. That'll be the title of this episode. Yeah, um, Lydia and the dudes in the desert. So she shows up um, and has all of the current operation taken out in lieu of Todd and or his. Well, not the, the entire current op- operation. It's just the operation. Because remember, you still have the European operation, which she's she's a part of. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't think that's because I think there, there was one line where she said. Uh, my buyers in Europe won't accept that. I don't think that's necessarily a done deal yet. I think that's still something she's trying to do. Uh-huh. It's just the way I took it. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I, like, because that's why I think her main, when she came to the car wash in that first episode, I think her whole goal was let me get my product up to the play, to, up to the point where these European buyers will will buy. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the market's there, but I don't think it's currently happening. I could yeah. be wrong, but that's just how I took it. Well, she's. But yeah, what do you make of? So she's in the desert. What's yeah? Well, she's obviously trying to uh, to make. The company that she bought, which was Walt's company, she bought out Walt's company. She's trying mm-hmm. to make it run correctly, and it's not um, basically because he's not cooking it anymore. Yeah, because you know, it's, it's Walt's it's product. Substandard lab laboratories and, and things like that. Anyway, but that was a pretty terrible ad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> in the desert. Here's a thought. Okay, you know, I just give this some thought I'll towards do that. what if. Lydia, her character, because we're introduced to her 
earlier this season, right? Earlier season five? Yes, which actually happened to me today because a buddy of mine is just now watching the series. Uh-huh. And he watched like the first couple episodes in season five. And he's like, yeah. uh, who's the chick with the blind hair? And I'm like, oh, that's she's a part of Madrigal. Yeah, that's part Lydia. of Friends Operation. And he was like, well, uh, she wasn't in four, right? Because it's been a while since he watched uh-huh. those. And I, lo- I actually looked it up on my own because I couldn't remember online. The first episode she appears in is season five, episode two. And what part of the what part of that episode? Um, Do you know? If I recall, because it's when they go to Madrigal for the first time. When is the, when the first scene? When, when when they take out, or not, not when they take out, but when that dude kills himself with the defibrillator. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yep. and she's she's there, and I think it's a little later on, and then she doesn't get interrogated or mm-hmm. actually questioned until like the episode after that. If I'm yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It'd be interesting to see. But anyways, what was your thought on Lydia? Well, here it is. I'm about to say it. What if this entire time, introducing her character, mm-hmm. and as she's gotten deeper and deeper involved with Walt and everything else, and now she's running, she's running the organization. She's, right. She's producing Walt's Blue now. Or trying to. Um, what if she's Vince Gillian's scapegoat? For? For Walter. What if she's the plot device that allows Walter to get to completely 100% illegally away with it, and she's the one who goes down as Heisenberg? Hold on. What if she goes down as Heisenberg? What if Hank says at the second to last episode or the last episode, I, I can't do Someone's this. going to jail. I can't kill you. I'm taking, even though I know it's, it's Walt, I, I can't rip apart my family like this because it's all about the family tensions being yeah. ripped. You know, Skyler versus Marie and Walt versus Hank and every, you know, the Sh- the Schraders versus the... The, the um, Heisenbergs. The, the Whites. The Heisenbergs. Heisenbergs. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted now to Now that Skyler's a full Heisenberg, yeah. Schrader versus um, the... He- the Schraders versus the Heisenbergs. Like, what if the Heisenbergs win and the Schraders back down and all of a sudden oh. Lydia becomes the scapegoat for everything that Walt, Walt's done over the past couple of years? Oh, where do you come up with these things? I I, I have, should start smoking I have inspiration. Weed. Yeah, I have um, herbal herbal inspiration. Herbal inspiration. Herbal Crystal green persuasion. Yeah. Um, Fluffy green persuasion. <laughs> now uh, THC. Okay. Bathhouse masturbation. Okay. Ooh, ooh, back ooh, down, please. Uh, uh, anyways. Crystal green persuasion. Please stop. I'm stopped. Um, that's an interesting thought. I I don't know that I fully buy it, fully accept it. Just it just the, the thought well, that popped in my head. But I think she is there for a reason. Obviously. What the reason is, I, I'm not quite sure. This is the first kind of tangible reason I've come up with. Yeah. Other than just to, to, other than just to progress... The fact that the business is still available, yeah, to Walter. yeah, yeah, because I think I think that's that is one of the key points, at least at this point, because she came back in that first episode and was like, "Hey, I'm getting a substandard product. Please come mm-hmm. back." So I think the fact that that's always there in the back of his mind, like there's a possibility he could say, "Okay, enough with this. I'll go cook in Europe for yeah this operation." But it, it becomes or wherever it, it it's also a, another plot device. Obviously, it could be what I just said, or I think the more kind of probable um use for Lydia is as a spoiler for Walt in that he now has to fight Hank 
and he's concerned about getting caught, but also he has this beast that he's created that is out of, of the control. Business. Yeah. I think maybe that the blue, the business of the blue, mm-hmm. gets out of control. I think maybe this is the first crack in that foundation where now you have groups and factions and people fighting over it. Um, people are dying, and Heisenberg's not in control of that any, anymore. Yeah. Um, so, because those guys, and I, I noted this in that scene. Those guys, and by those guys, I mean Todd, and then like I guess his uncle and and their mm-hmm. their crew or whatever. Todd and Co. Todd, yeah, Todd and crew. They they'll clearly do anything because yeah. on Walter's dime, they've already killed what was it, ten guys. And like that, they they mm-hmm. so they have an extensive crime network in prisons and things like that. Yep. So these guys, these guys are far more. Uh, if anything, they're like the Tuco of season five. Like, yeah, the true criminals. Like, we're killing, we're raping, we're we're but still we're pillaging just the, and plundering. Just the middlemen. Yeah. Well, because yeah, Walt has the product. Yeah. You know, but yeah, we we saw the way he got the way he got suckered into cooking for Fring when it was out mm-hmm. of his hands, and 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 what happened there. And it's clear that Todd, who didn't come along till season five either, it's clear that Todd uh, is somebody who could meth, meth Damon. Yeah, Meth Damon. Yes, it's, that's brilliant, Meth Damon. <laughs> who came up with that? I heard it on uh, the Philip DeFranco show okay. or the, uh, one of his videos online. Gotcha. He's, a, he's a vlogger. I like that though, Meth Damon. Um, yeah, well, I because he just has like that. Yeah. Just plain face but attractive but not really anything he, to remember he about he might it. be like Heisenberg Jr. you know and he can cook like not great Jesse's not going to yeah. no but not great but you know and it's clear that he's cold blooded yeah, yeah god yeah he's he's thinking about you know yeah you gotta protect the plan you gotta protect uh, but protect I think he's business. enough of a character that Lydia appreciates because, like, when he helps her out of the tunnel uh, after they kill the guys and stuff, and she's like, "I don't want to see it," and he's like, "Oh," and he leads her through it very gingerly. Well, yeah, he's a. He's it's a almost bo- like there's a yeah. uh, half of a moment. He, he's there. a Boy Scout, but he's also a psycho killer underneath. Yeah, yeah, psycho, the psycho killer Boy Scout, psycho killer you know, Boy Scout, Meth Damon, yeah. Meth Damon, talented Mister Meth Damon, Me- talented Mister Ripley. You know the movie Talented Mr. Ripley? No. And Matt Damon plays a psychopath. I was going to say he's the Willy Wonka. Of he's following around like. Jude, Jude Law and Gwyneth Paltrow to like t- t- tries to take over their lives. And... I have no idea what you're talking about. No, you've never seen that movie. Okay, no. it was a big hit back in the late like late nineties, I think. I wasn't watching movies in the late nineties. Oh, what well, you were? You were fourteen, fifteen, probably. Maybe. I, I think it was like ninety six, ninety seven, or maybe ninety eight. That movie came out. Yeah, I, I I didn't know TV existed until I was twenty five. Yeah, you were like ten at the time. Yeah, so, yeah it's no a pretty idea. old movie. Anyways. God, well, let's talk more about the talented Mr. Ripley because I know our listeners are tuning in to hear about to the hear, talented no, Mr. They're, Ripley. No, they're tuning in to hear our analysis of Breaking Bad. The talented I think Mr. we've covered Ma- almost Mr. everything. Mr. Meth Damon. Let's talk about Marie real quick. Yeah. Where do you see Marie at? First off, let's talk about the color patterns. Mur- purple was that, yeah, that, my the God. La- one of the last she needs between... She needs to be reintroduced as more colors for her kitchen. Well, one of that last... <laughs> no, hear me out on this, but one of the last scenes between is between Hank and, and Marie. In their kitchen, And yeah. she's in her bathrobe, and it's purple fuzzy slippers and purple shirt, purple robe, and everywhere in the kitchen is like purple flowers, purple this, purple that. Purple, purple teapot, coffee purple pot. Purple coffee mug. Yeah. In the background, the foreground on the character... So much purple in that shot. It's not a mistake that Vince Gillian did that. Okay. Uh-huh. Number one. Number two is... I don't believe he makes mistakes. Purple. He obviously hasn't. Not yeah. with Breaking Bad. Purple has been Marie's color through the whole show. She's wear, She wears a lot of purple. Not every scene, but a lot of the time. Um, 
I don't know necessarily what that color signifies other than it's just like being a, Mar- a Marie-dominated moment. Maybe that's the moment that, <clears throat> you know, Hank kind of gets it in gear as far as, obviously it is, it is. It's that moment where he gets in gear as far as like, I have to, I have to be the one who goes after Walt. Yeah. I have to take him down. And she's like, you ha- you know, you've got to. You got to do it. Yeah. And I think that, uh, you know, that 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 is an integral scene influenced mainly by Marie. Um, well, you, and I'm not sure yet. I wish I could, I could kind of get a feel for like what exactly that color signifies, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, you took it when I asked you about Marie, you took that scene and kind of talked about it. I want to talk about the earlier scene between her and Skyler. Between her and Skylar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where she goes nut, nut balls. Yeah. A couple of things I noticed. First of all, it's one of those conversations that really only women can have or a man and a woman can have where, one person is asking questions or saying things, and the other person is really kind of their only responses are yeses, but it's because they're continuing crying. Yeah, like two dudes would never have that conversation. Probably not. No, there's no way. No, um, a man and a woman, yes. A woman and a woman, yes. But either way, they have this conversation where she asks, you know, how long did you know? And when it gets to the point where she asked about Hank, and she's like, did you know before Hank got shot? And she doesn't reply. And then she just turns to her finally and says, uh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Marie just loses it. Yeah, you slaps know? her right across the face. Right across the face, and then walks out to the car, which I also think is key, sits in the car and says to Hank, you have to get him. Yeah, well, like, before that, she walks out and tries to take the baby. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And I'm surprised that Skylar wasn't a little more aggressive with her at that point. Yeah, after being slapped. Yeah. But see, I think that lends, I I, think that lends itself to Skylar still has in the back of her mind, we can have a normal family here. Well, we no, can do this. Sk- well, you know? that and Skylar is much more remorseful than Walt is. Like, she honestly feels sorry yeah, for... Walt has no remorse. For but, the... I think he does, but f- not not as much... Um, but it's she, the old thing that like your parents used to ask: Are you sorry that you got caught? Or are you sorry you did it? Yeah, he's sorry he got caught. Yeah, she's sorry that she did it. Um, but yeah, Skyler is. It, it, yeah, that's Skyler can't go back to the Schraders anymore. She can't go back to Hank and Marie. That, yeah. That's cut off. Like she is. She's, oh yeah. She well, she made that call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she can't. She can't appeal to Marie's emotional side anymore because Marie hates her because. She knew. Well, she, she knew the whole time. Her husband was in danger too. Yeah, yeah. she knew the whole time. Um, yeah, that that Walt was the one who almost got Hank killed. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, so she goes. She goes out to the car and is like, "Get him!" You know, you have to get him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think whatever relationship remained between Skylar and Marie is entirely severed. No, now. it's it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. It's it's history. Adios. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, they're still sisters, so it's not, it's not as though they'll never be civil again, but they won't have an intimate relationship, I don't think, as far as that relation, that, that information coming to light. Um, however, we did, uh, have a mon- monumental episode that we just watched. Yeah, there were a lot of key There's things. A, like I said, it, it wasn't a rushing episode. It wasn't no. an intense episode. There wasn't a lot of action, but I think there were a lot of things that are key to, Whatever the demise, um, well, I was going to say of Walt, but whatever the the conclusion to the show is, there's yeah. a lot of points here that were made that um, those being, you know, Walt buried his money, 
Skylar mm-hmm. and Marie, uh, there's mm-hmm. now no relationship. Hank is all the more determined, and it appears is taking steps to take Walter down, yeah. I, either with the interview or interrogating Pinkman or talking call, to his boss, calling the yeah the conference call with his boss. Um, and then there's other operation that we have on the side, Walt's former operation, which is now in the hands, the incompetent hands of of Lydia, Lydia and company. Mm-hmm. So messing it up. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes, mm-hmm. and when and if. Walt is like, you know, comes back in it just for it. Because we know at the very end of the first half of season five, you know, when he says, this is all I have. And and that's still on Walt's mind, which I thought it was key to note. When he's on the bathroom floor yeah. and they're talking about the cancer, he's like, he's like, you're happy, aren't you? Like, oh, what kind of question is that? You know, because, because he, she said he, it to him. She, yeah, she's yeah, waiting exactly, for the cancer. Exactly. So I think and she's clearly not. No, she wants she wants him to survive. She wants them to make it. And, but I think, I think Walt's past that now though. I mean, even with his whole out thing with the, the car wash and let's, let's do this. I'm out. I'm not going back. Now that Hank knows, I think it's back to that old, I'm going to do what I have to do. Yeah. Which we know that he flips to. That's just, Mm -hmm. that's his, that's what he defaults to throughout the whole series. Yep. But anyways, in closing, I think maybe this was your favorite episode. It was my favorite. By far, this is of the series from, from, Season one, episode one, all the way to, and I'm, I'm honestly, I have, I have to say, I'm, I'm a little sad that the series isn't ending now because I think it should end on, on a high such note. a perfect note, on such a perfect episode. <laughs> and and if I may ask, if I may be so bold as to ask, why is this your favorite episode? Man? Well, I think we'd have to we'd have to open up the floor to uh, our new a segment, recurring segment, a recurring segment here on GTST on Breaking Bad. Yes. Stupid Flynn. Hi, folks. Welcome to this week's segment, Stupid Flynn. In this week's episode of Breaking Bad, guess what, guys? Guess what? It happened. It finally happened. There was not one scene with Walt Jr. Matt is elated. If I can convey one feeling that I get from him right now. I'm so happy right now. He is elated. The thing of it was... the. And you gotta think about it, the most RJ Mitt we had in this episode was his name in the credits. Wait, he was in the credits? Yeah, RJ Mitt. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're gonna put it, he's a recurring character, I get, yeah, so okay, they're gonna okay, put him okay. in there anyway. Yeah, it just seemed odd because he, 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 he wasn't in it. Yeah, he wasn't not, in not it. Not at all. Yeah. So with that, uh, well, I would like to say thank you. The adults are playing. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say thank you, Vince Gilligan. Obviously, yes, the Issue adults a are playing. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, if we could just, like, drop that character. Yeah, completely. Just, like, that's actually that would be so awesome of the show if it actually did happen. I don't think you where you, they just dropped the character and they di- and they didn't talk about it again. Yeah, it was just like no one cares, so we're not we're not going to waste like s- time and scenes like yeah, valuable he's, minutes he's gone, yeah. of telling the story with a character that no one cares about. So yeah, if they just like last episode was You're just so like him hobbling away to, down the uh, hallway, like I love you guys. Him hobbling down the hallway. <laughs> And then uh, that was the last RJ Mitt. That was the la- or not? That was the last Walt Junior we ever saw. Yeah, oh, it was so good. Maybe that's what maybe that's what Vince Gilling is doing. Like he's he's given us Walt Junior uh-huh. for the for four and a half seasons, uh-huh. so that this last half season he can have the show sans Walt Junior, and everybody will think, oh, it's so much better. Yeah, like no matter what happens with the actual plot, yeah, they're like, oh, Breaking Bad went on a high note. Some of its best episodes. Why? And no one really know because. It'd be like, why? 
No RG Mitt. Yeah. No RG Mitt. Yeah. Yeah. And he, then, he could he could do if he didn't have RG Mitt in the rest, no Walt Jr. in the rest of the season. You think no one would he notice? Could, he, no, he could do a dream sequence <laughs> where like Walt w- wakes up like a la Sopranos. Walt wakes up in the end and it's all been a dream. You know. Ah. Uh-huh. He could do. He could get away with the dream sequence ending. With and, without without and a junior. still have like a success. People be like, oh, give it the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I hope. Yeah, all well, the Emmys. Yeah. Exactly. Every every Emmy. No, no, give it the Oscar because that's how good it was. <laughs> like, you, you have to give it an yeah. award. It's not even uh, eligible for. That's yeah. how awesome it is. Yeah, it's a, fi- not it's have a five season long, a five series long movie, yeah. TV movie. Yeah, give yeah. give Walt or give Walt Junior the uh, give R J Mitt the Emmy for best supporting actor yeah. for not being in something. <laughs> you know. Gosh, he should like won won the Oscar for like you know, the help or whatever for not being in it. <laughs> he should win awards for not being in things. Yeah. Well, no, folks, just his character. He's probably a, a all right guy, but just his oh, so stupid character. But yeah, uh, no Flynn this week. So if you have a great episode, yeah, if you haven't watched this episode, go back and watch it. If you have, were listening to our our podcast here to make sure that RJ Mitt wasn't in this episode of Breaking Bad so you, know. you go back and watch yeah, it. It's a now you know. Moment. Yeah. Go back and watch it. Uh, support this little spark plug of a show. Um, people aren't watching it the way they should be. We want to get the, the word about Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's very small. I, I haven't really seen much on cult Twitter, follower. Facebook. Yeah, cult follower. It's really, uh, it's the Firefly of AMC. Yeah, it um, is. I'm surprised I, it's lasted five seasons. I am too. And, yeah. and to be honest, it didn't. It hasn't come out, but I think I think the reason it's ending is, is yeah. it got canned. Uh, yeah, basically, Brian Cranston um, needs some 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 Emmys, some some know. followers, some love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tweeted him. Yeah, at, tweeted us actually. Uh, well, at tweeted Addison us Todd and at imhume two five seven four. Yeah, tweeted us and we can h u l m e two five seven four two five seven four m h u l m e two five seven four or at Addison Todd. It's a normal handle, not like mine. Yeah, yours is like up. a ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's been tweeted us. Give us some thought. Join us next week, and we'll we'll uh, take a look at the next episode. Yeah, for more of GTS's GTSTs on Breaking Bad. Give us some thought on Breaking Bad. Yep. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.